Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team one nothing Astros ninth inning two outs no one on for Detroit now another Astros podcast the 2-2 swing and a miss got him on a high fastball and that is the ball game the Houston Astros in their three-game skid and in the first big league team the 30 wins defeating the Detroit Tigers tonight one to nothing four pitchers combining on a one-hitter Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Astros manager A.J. Hinch. Astros uh, went over the Detroit Tigers yesterday, one of those rare one nothing victories. And, uh, I mean, you have Brad Peacock making the spot start with Dallas Keuchel, dealing with the pinch nerve in his neck. And you couldn't have asked for anything more from him and the rest of the bullpen, allowing just one hit. Yeah, no, I think Peacock started the, the game exceptionally well. And, and, you know, we were looking to get three, four, maybe five innings out of him. We knew it was going to be a bullpen day. Uh, but he exceeded all those expectations and, and, and really got through their lineup uh, with ease. Very few base runners, very few three-ball counts. Um, you know, he got into the fourth and, and got through that cleanly, and then the fifth decided to go get him and, and piece together the rest of the game. But uh, to give up one hit, that team uh, has got some potent batters. It was nice to come away with a, with a nice close victory. And with Peacock, I mean, he has really good stuff. He can certainly put guys away. You've seen him sometimes struggle to, to throw strike one, but did not have an issue with that uh, last night. No, he was exceptional. He was, he was really good with his breaking ball when he got ahead, and I think it allowed him to expand the strike zone when he needed to once they, uh, once they fell behind. So it was, it was, it was definitely the aggressor uh, mentality for Peacock, and, and he set the tone of a nice night. And then a lot of times in a situation like that where you know you're going to have a bold pin day, you have a spot start, a lot of times it's, well, if we have the lead, who's going to pitch fifth, sixth, maybe seventh inning? But when you have a guy like Chris Davinsky who can give you multiple innings like he did last night, that makes that decision that much easier. Yeah, no, he's the answer for everything. Uh, I think, you know, if we ever need uh, anything from bridge in the middle of the game to closing the back end of the game, you know, Devo's very equipped to do it. So. Um, he didn't pitch in the in the in the Cleveland series, um, so he had a little bit of rest. We knew going into this game, it was he was going to factor in some way. I was going to get him in the game as soon as uh, as soon as we needed him, and and it was nice to have him hand the ball to Harris, who handed the ball to Giles, and we come out with the win. Michael Fulmer, only his second year in the big leagues, but has already become one of the better pitchers in the American League Rookie of the Year last year, and uh, was pretty impressive last night. But you know, they always say with the good ones, you want to try and get them early, and that you were able to make that run you got in the first inning on the Altuve double stand up. Yeah, no, he's Fulmer's real, and the the Rookie of the Year uh, comes with a lot of expectations for the next season. I think he's actually gotten better. Um, you know, he dialed it up to 97, 98 miles an hour at the end of the game. 
uh, when his pitch count got over 100. He he attacked us early. George drawing the, the, the long at bat walk to start the game and then runner in motion and Altuve hits a double. Proved to be the only thing that we needed and and, and he didn't give, concede a lot. We got a, a few base runners there and we, we put some tough at bats against him but um, for the most part he was as dominant and came as advertised. Well, Lance McCullers is pitching today, and we've talked in the past about how he's been much better at home than on the road, but he's coming off a few really good road starts, and uh, that just has to give you that much more comfort with him pitching today at Minute Maid Park with the way he pitched on the road. Yeah, he's been great, and, and you know, he obviously loves pitching here, but in general, I've seen a, a, a guy starting to mature in front of our eyes. The, the pitch usage has gotten better, the uh, the execution of game plans gotten better. Him controlling his emotions gotten better, and he's he's just growing up in front of our, of our eyes. So I, I have a lot of confidence when he goes out there. He usually gives our team a, a chance to win. He's gonna he's gonna leave his emotions, his heart, his soul, everything out on the mound, and and we expect something nice tonight. AJ Hinch, thanks for joining us. You got it. Back with more of Astro Launch right after this. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks on your radio, the Houston Astros radio network. Hanging out in the clubhouse with Marwin Gonzalez, obviously. The term being used about you, Marwin, is super utility player. Uh, what's it like going from the left side of the infield to the right side of the infield? Are those angles tough for you, or you make it look easy? Not really, because uh, uh, I uh, try to practice in every, like, every single position. Uh, no in one day, uh, but when I'm not playing, I try to get uh, ground balls in short, third, and second. When I'm playing, I just work on, on the position I'm playing. But... Um, I pretty, I feel pretty comfortable, pretty comfortable in like each each position except left field. I'm getting, I gotta get used to like yeah. uh, a little bit more, but but yeah, I feel pretty comfortable in the infield. You played a little bit of outfield when you first came up with the Cubs in the minor leagues, didn't you? Yeah, just a few games. Yeah. Uh, I will say that no more than ten games, but uh, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. That I gotta get, I gotta yeah. get used to like. Uh, I got I want to. I want to feel comfortable the same way I feel in the, in the infield. Take me back to the the game Sunday. You guys were down by five runs, and you put up one of the best at bats we saw all season long—a 13 pitch at bat. And that's lifted foul, out of play again. I have to admire the intensity. Got to mail this in. Twelfth pitch to Marwin is upcoming. McAllister delivers. Hit foul again into the screen. <laughs> Tell me just your mindset, obviously, to, to not give away in at bat, but uh, to finish that at bat off with, with a home run, how did that make you feel? Here we go. Pitch on the way, and Marwin drives this deep to right field. It backs up Chisenhall at the wall, looking up. See you later. A two-run home run for Marwin Gonzalez, and it is 8-5 Cleveland. Marwin homering on the 13th pitch of the at-bat. Well, it feels amazing. Uh, we lost the game. We ended up losing the game, but uh, got well, uh, we got close. We got, we were like one, two at-bats away to mm-hmm. get a, a tie game and then keep fighting for the game. But, uh, yeah, I didn't want to throw that at-bat away. And then, uh, like, uh, like that, we as a player, like, we, we do that, uh, like, a lot without without like knowing that like those are bats and like late like late in the year they will cause you or like you will feel like oh but uh, that's what I'm trying to do right now fight fighting every bat and then get the best like uh, uh, of every bat was there ever a point your younger career where you felt like you gave away at bats yeah I think that we still we, we still do like sometimes we sure. go we, uh, if you think the next day or next or a week later like what was I doing? What, what I was doing or yeah. what, what, what would I uh, I was thinking like yeah we all do it's yeah. not around the baseball player 
And then, yeah, sometimes you go out there with a plan that you shouldn't think about that plan. Mm-hmm. It was totally opposite, but like, like I mean, this this game is like so quick that sometimes you don't get uh, enough time to think, and that that's that's what I call like a throw like throw away in a bat. Yeah. But that happens. Okay, last thing, Marwin. Tell me what your what your preparation is like when you get to the ballpark. Say you guys are at home. What do you like to do as far as getting in the cage and taking batting practice? Oh, uh, uh, we get here, we hang out for a little bit, and then uh, if you you gotta go out to the weight room, and then mm-hmm. it's your day that you gotta go out to the weight room. You go and then uh, um, try to go to the cage for like five ten minutes, get get loose, and then mm-hmm. uh, um, I go out to practice. And after the practice, uh, I get a. Um, a little bit of food, and then I go to the to the beat room to watch the pitchers. Whenever you're taking your batting practice, are you thinking about the pitcher you're going to face that day? Oh no, no, not really. I used to try to do the same as every day. Uh, I used to, after that, I, I go to the beat room and, and like take a look at the pitcher and then think of what is going to be the plan for for today. There you go. That's Marwin Gonzalez, probably one of the most underrated uh, guys in all of baseball. Thanks for catching up. Thank you. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.